Gabby, I'm leaving this podcast for a daily podcast. I'm tired of this weekly stuff. Daily only. That's where it's at. All right. Are you taking me with you? No, you're staying here. Oh, I'll see you later. Uh, well, technically, uh, see, if I were to leave this and you would take and continue this on, mm-hmm. then you'd still need me to record it and then edit it and then well, I mean, the well, the minor editing I do and then actually post it for you. So I might as well just stay on and keep talking. We'll see. I think you underestimate me. Uh, you're going to do it all? You know, you've enabled me to be very lazy. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Uh, I... I was a guest on a daily podcast called This Is Today. I loved it. <laughs> okay, I don't know if I'm it was supposed com- to... It's a conversation. <laughs> I was expecting you to say something back just for... Yeah, so you d- were... Okay, I... And how did you even... How so, did you... Okay, I talked to people. That's how I got on there. Uh, yeah, it's ran by and now a dear, close, and personal friend of mine, Russ. I'm kidding. Uh, but I did talk to him for a while. Uh, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we, we talked about uh, Fluff and Nutters. We talked about uh, the first college football broadcast on the radio. And uh, that's a bit. No spoilers. If you want to go listen to it, go listen to it. I suggest you do. Uh, it's a great daily podcast to learn about the history of today, you know, mm-hmm. every morning, uh, every day. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's, yeah, today is... No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying what's it? <laughs> today's the eighth of October. Is I don't know. I don't for? want. To, I'm not talking about that. Uh, I, I screwed up the podcast name, and I was trying to correct myself. This is today is the name of the podcast. It's available everywhere. Uh, so you know what? I know what you can multicast. You can go. You can listen. I don't like it when you give me. You give me when I'm trying to talk about. It, I'm trying to I'm trying to say stuff, and you give me like a dog kind of. <laughs> <laughs> what are you even talking about? I'm just trying to say. I'm trying to be nice and get people to go listen and subscribe to this podcast without ruining it the whole thing. Right. You keep tripping over your words. I do. I trip over my words completely. <laughs> Guess where I didn't trip over my words? Over on his podcast. I didn't trip over anything. That's right. Uh, yeah. So go listen to him. You can multitask. You can go listen to this and go subscribe to his podcast at the same time. And if you're new to listen to this podcast, you might as well go and subscribe to this podcast too while you're at it. And while you're at it, go ahead and rate and review us, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. So... Basically, uh, I hope he uh, reaches out again whenever he needs a guest. I would love to be on there. I've offered up your services. He's going to have this three-hour live year in review that I told you that you'd be great to MC for. That sounds like a lot of fun. Okay, I'm lying. but Oh, man. <laughs> Why are you getting my hopes up? You would do a live event for three hours, just you emceeing? If I had to. That's what I'm asking. It's heavily scripted. I not could, heavily scripted. That's not what MC does. MCs don't do scripts. You can. Okay. So there are certain cues. You know when to like say your What is this? A telethon? <laughs> yes, That's yes. not what I'm talking about. I think I could. Actually, I think I could have a lot of fun with that. All right. Well, I, th- I thought that would uh, make you a little nervous. I am shy. I am nervous, but I'm also a performer. So there you go. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to thank Russ uh, for having me on, and everyone should really just go subscribe to his podcast right now. Uh, what I love about it, though, it's just 10 minutes. I mean, that's that could be your little morning meditation if you want to, mm-hmm. just checking in, seeing what's going on for the day. It's pretty awesome. Thanks, Russ. <laughs> so I have a personal item I'd like to talk to you about. I'm all ears for personal was, items. Was there something else that you want to say? Because you're kind of... Nope. I, what I want you to do is not act like this is scripted. <laughs> I have an item on my list. 
so I can script it. What do I have no list? It's just off the top of the dome. It, All but right, it so, sounds like there's a list apparently. Oh wow! So I started by getting the seven-year-old a guitar. Uh huh. You know, yep. and the idea is, well, it's kind of cool because you've been playing his little ukulele. With him a and ukulele. learning. Yes, a ukulele is way easier to play than a guitar, especially when you're playing rudimental stuff. Mm-hmm. But I love the idea of music being brought into this house. And hey, I've been trying to play a bunch of music on Sundays and you two jerks were like, ah, I don't want to listen to this. What are you even talking about? I love when you play the music on Sundays. The music. I mean, any sort of music. All the time I would listen to music. It's All just... Right. You saw me a couple of weeks ago. I was trying to play classical music during breakfast, and you both were not into it okay. for uh, some reason. I don't remember classical music being played, but I don't think I'm down for classical music. It was just a little bit of Mozart. I would like fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Mozart, I don't describe as fun. Well, you haven't lived. <clears throat> I think Mozart's a lot of fun. And here's where the podcast dies. Oh. So I want to talk about um, the idea that we are becoming more of this Partridge family. We are not. I, <laughs> your side might be, but I, my side is not. I'm not musically challenged. Okay. So the 13-year-old was a little bit worried because uh, he just had a birthday and he's now officially a teenager. And he's like, Mom, you're going to have the guitar and Atticus has, you know, the other one has the guitar. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep things out. That's um, fine. fine. We've what, said his name. What, you guys going to have like a band or something? I'm like, no, no, no. This is just because we like playing music. That's all it is. Who's, who's playing rhythm? Who's lead? <laughs> I guess we'll have to switch off. There's no rhythm section? There there can be. We might have to record it ahead of time and play to the track. Okay, good. As long um, as I'm not a part of it. That's fine. I mean, you can have your spoon. So maybe I said I'm not a part of it. Fine. You know <laughs> you're going to want to sing at some point. What? Anyhow. So he told me. I've never sang live and recorded it after a couple of drinks. Never. <laughs> never. I've never recorded a Christmas oh, album. <laughs> I want that Christmas album so badly. The idea that it's out there in the ether, like we need to get a copy somehow. I can I can get a copy. Okay, we should sell it on Camwood for losing. <laughs> yeah, it's the guys first. I mean, yeah. I'm only a guest on it, <laughs> and it looped the same part twice. Oh, oh my god, my it's so gosh. terrible! It was That's funny. My favorite. Uh, it's mommy kissing Santa Claus, right? That's correct. Uh huh. It's great. So. He was talking, the 13 year old is talking about how he really doesn't want to, he tried the flute when he was younger. Mm -hmm. He wasn't into the flute. It was kind of a thing that he had to do for school. Um, Jazz flute. No, (laughs) no. Um, He was unable to walk (laughs) on uh, cafeterias and play the jazz flute at the same time. Cafeteria tables. Oh, he was so cute. Oh my goodness. But he's more kind of a behind the scenes person. He was saying he wants to learn about the technology that goes into creating the music analog i don't know i want it the <laughs> basics right yeah i mean i, mean, I kind of want to work him up to amps all of that so, <laughs> they were uh, just random words you're throwing at me now <laughs> like mixers what are you thanks um xlr kids i i was joking with him though i was like hey yeah you could be a producer you could totally do that and i said my 20-year plan <laughs> 
<laughs> 20 year partridge family plan when the kids turn into 20 20 something no, i want them to be able to bring the grandchildren over and we can have like a little recording space i think it'd be a blast that's my dream anyhow well if it makes you feel any better you see my mom now right yes i do that's me in 20 years <laughs> fine she's literally <laughs> almost 21 years older than me that's that's what you'll get in 20 years i can't wait she's amazing she is like one of the feistiest oh, people so i know old is how old i'm gonna be no you are um forever young <laughs> now we have uh i, I don't want to take it to this place okay should i talk about this let's let's I, just talk about it talk about what um, go ahead so I listened to this interview with Bob Woodward. Do you know who he is? I've heard the name. Yeah. He, are you joking with me? Like, do you totally know who he is? And you're just like, you are insulting my intelligence. So I'm going to joke. He's either one of two things. He either does a lot of woodworking or it's political. It's political. Of course. Um, he was and is a reporter. He's an editor for the Washington Post. Oh, he likes but to do things behind scenes. He was one of the guys who broke Watergate. Mm. That's why I recognize it. Yeah. And he was actually portrayed by Robert Redford in The President's Men. All The President's Men. I thought The Color Money. That's <laughs> not the right one. I don't know that movie. Go ahead. All right. So um, this interview was talking about his latest book, which is called Rage. And it has accounts of his in-depth interviews with President Trump. Apparently, like the president. Well, okay. I'm going to say occupant because I don't like calling him president. You so, can kind of you can call him Donald. Yeah. As if you're friends. I'm not. <laughs> um, so he would call him at all hours of the day or night. His wife would pick up the phone sometimes and she'd be like, okay, who's speaking? And, oh, it's uh, Donald Trump. She'd be like, okay, I guess I'll get Bob on the phone for you. Um, but the thing is, he... He seemed to be, according to Mr. Woodward, more of a CFO than really president. Like he was he's very obsessed with the economics that go into running the government, but then doesn't fully understand how certain aspects of the government and certainly foreign relations and the other countries and what we're funding um how that all works and how it still needs to be funded. For example, NATO, he was talking about and everything. It was just a fascinating interview. Um, I'm probably going to go read the book now. I do want to say uh, we watched the debate the other night, the VP debate. Um, Senator Harris was just brilliant. Um, just fact after fact, so composed the entire time, really gave me hope going into this upcoming election. So that's what I want to say. All right. How about you? What's what's going on with you? Go oh, my God. It. I let that ride because I thought I was going to go somewhere. But I'm going to sound like the asshole because I was completely checked out on all that. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, hopefully you're not. Well, hopefully you're the only one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We went from Robert Redford for a hot second. And I started thinking about the natural and Butch Cassidy and stuff like that. Right. And then you just started talking about books and then uh, the debate and shit I don't care about. We just... I'm just wait when I entertaining. I'm trying to be entertaining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that is that's a couple politics. When you bring up politics, we might as well just start talking about the weather and some traffic at this point on the eight. Is it on the eight now? I can't tell. Where's the time? <laughs> <laughs> I 
learned something this week. This oh. is this is this is the entertainment you need. I learned something. Teach me. This week. Now, <laughs> if you go to the store and the cashier asks if you need a bag for your two six packs of tall boys, and you're like, No, I can carry them out of the store like a like a badass. Uh-huh. No, take the bag. <laughs> Because I look like I was some um, extra out of a silent movie, like a Laurel and Hardy. Because I'm just <laughs> flopping cans all over the place. They're falling everywhere. The little yeah. uh, plastic ring things. The they cans. don't hold the cans anymore. The, he hates the cans. <laughs> the cans are too heavy. I don't know what's wrong with it. It's just, it can't make it from the from the grocery store to the car without falling everywhere. You saw me walk into the door like a cartoon, holding like. Like I was carrying the heaviest boxes all the time. I was carrying 10, 12 cans. You know the fairies. You know the fairies from Sleeping Beauty when they're like trying to measure the cake mixture and everything. When they're trying to make her the birthday cake, you look like that with like the little plump fairy just trying to hold all the different <laughs> mixtures. I gotta keep. I'm. I'm. I felt. She was like, "You need a bag." I was like, "No." Three seconds later, I go, I drop one can. I'm like, oh, I should have taken a bag. Yeah, seriously. So the other day, I went to go put one on the conveyor belt just to put on the belt. And one of the cans just dropped right out. I was like, am I doing this wrong? I mean, I'm kind of experienced when it comes to this. What's going on? No. They're not making them right. No, uh, Well, <laughs> they are kind of making them right because I think I have a new favorite flavor of beer. Oh, tell us all about it. It's called... Tall boy, because I don't seem to drink anything and anything other than tall boy shape anymore. It's true. Like you get skinny tall boys sometimes. I do. Right? Yeah. And well, that's because get... that's when I'm dieting. That's right. Mm-hmm. Your skinny. summer season. Yeah, that's how it is. But now uh, we're back into what is it called when you get into the winter time? Cuffing season. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, you your mean your friend had a term oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah, yeah. it? Okay, so. It, <laughs> All people who work out, it's uh, cutting season and weight weight season. Yes, thank you. Bulk, bulking season or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Cutting season and bulking season. Thank you. Yeah, definitely bulking season right now. <laughs> Year round. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. All I know is to tell you is this is Can't Win for Losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at a podcast mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. Uh, I am your host, Boofer T. Justice, and on today's dais, we have actress, YouTuber, and one of all the president's men with Robert Redford, <laughs> uh, Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. Hi, loves. Uh, so I've got no information for you. Do you have anything for me? I have some uh, some news I'd like to run by you. I am going to be absolutely unuseful today. <laughs> so I want to know, according to the NFL, why the league is upset with the Titans. And then the teams are then upset with the league. <laughs> so uh, I get I assume this is going to be COVID related, but yeah, well. I'm going to start this off with I was uh, looking at the scores the other day and I realized that the Titans had a week off. I had a bye week last week. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is how they got it. I, I thought everybody was supposed to be like in a, in a bubble of some sort, kind of maybe sort of. But you have a week off. 
<laughs> and um, well, see now look what happens. Now 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 you now you gone screwed up bye weeks for everybody. Yeah, exactly. So there was a call that came through all of the teams or the managers were on it. It was like a league call. And they basically shamed the it would Tennessee be better, Titans. It would be better if it was just the game of telephone. <laughs> <laughs> um, because they were showing like video footage of in photos. There was a whole data dump on this. But basically during practices on the field, the sidelines, no one was wearing a mask mm-hmm. or very few people were but wearing a mask. Okay, so I get this, but I thought everybody was bubbling up together. So it's okay that players and coaches and everybody don't wear masks together. Like when we watch uh, sideline reporters, they're standing six feet apart, but I assume they're not quarantined, but at least bubble broadcasting together. So there's like, I don't know. It's so confusing to me. Like when we do watch the NBA, for example, and you see the reporters after the game or whenever, um, aren't they all staying there? Yeah, they are. And I get it. And it, it's aesthetics, right? Yeah. But there yeah. might be, I think there might be interactions with reporters, with people that are outside the bubble also, like for the for NBA example. True. And that's why they probably are masked up a lot when they're out on the court area. But I think a lot of it's just, just aesthetics. Well, sure. But, you know, that is also the idea of being better safe than sorry. That silly old adage, you know, it's just so critical i mean we see what's going on even what's happening with certain government officials it's it's you know a thing that you can get you're not immune to it uh i saw a tweet the this morning talking about like saudi arabia had like eight breakouts last week and india had like 13 and someone else had like 14 and then the white house 34 okay but you do have to wonder like what the numbers are really like like how Things are being told and the information that's coming out. Sweet. Can you take the joke and just make it? I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, Anyhow, we have. uh, Yeah, just this weird shaming that's been going going on. Um, I'm not speaking correctly tonight. And basically things have gone awry. But the idea is (laughs) how much of it is actually the Tennessee Titans fault and how much of it is, you know, maybe just the league not doing what they need to be doing in terms of enforcing or setting up the correct circumstances where all of this could have been avoided in the first place. It all trickles down to your manager. You can't say that, oh, uh, I went to the Super Bowl. My team went to the Super Bowl, and it's not my coach's fault. It's the league's fault for us not winning (laughs) or doing things right. Are you going to say now that they're not following protocols, that it's the league's fault, that the Titans aren't... uh, restricting their players or 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 but then the putting que- guidelines out for them the question is was it enough what the league did in the first place like the protocol that they put in, protocols that they put in place so i've enough? already yeah i've already talked about this way before i said is the nfl going to start on time right is the nfl going to learn from the nba and from the major league baseball you have two prime examples of how to do anything right and mm-hmm. now you have a whole team that's broken out and now you're uh rearranging uh games i just i saw a tweet the other or i mean i saw an alert on espn talking about all the different games that are being switched around like uh ooh, i thought i could do this on the fly real quick uh, yeah. uh the 
Broncos and Pats is moving to Monday night. The Bills and Titans changed to 6 p.m. Or, or yeah, 6 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday. Uh, mm-hmm. Chiefs and Bills a week six moved to October 18th. They're just it's you're shuffling everything everywhere. Yeah. Look, you get paid enough money to not fuck everything up for everybody else, right? It's everybody has to have the mindset of uh, Jimmy, right? Right. It's a business trip. Stop. Mm-hmm. You you can uh, party in the off season. You can go hang out with everybody. But if you are deciding to play in the NFL, get your shit together and uh, knock it off. Yeah. So um, I agree with you. And going on to the people who have definitely got their shit together, let's go to the NBA. And Russell Westbrook, did you hear that he left this really generous tip for um, just the staff at the hotel where he was staying in the NBA bubble? Um, he ended up, so sources are saying that the number has not been verified by him. The staff is the source. <laughs> okay. Um, Unless but, Russell's putting it out there just to make himself look better. I mean, maybe, but I don't think so. So the rumor is it was an $8,000 tip that he left. Per person or just in general? Um, In general. Split it amongst yourselves. I mean, do you think, so then thinking about that, do you think it's enough? That's fine. Uh, I would think so, right? $8,000 enough for fluffing some pillows and changing some bath towels. Is that what you're asking me? Well, split up by how many weeks were they there? I mean, it seems like a lot. It seems like enough, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Maybe. Uh, Did you do the math on this? No? You do the math real quick. I didn't do the math. How many (laughs) weeks was he there and how many people helped him? I'm just saying, let's say he was there. Let's say he was there for three months, mm-hmm. right? So three months times four is 12, right? But then is it customary to tip staff? Yeah, it is. In general, yeah. it is. Okay. So that's, uh, I mean, that's $700 a week for mm-hmm. three months. Even if it was six months, you're even at $300 a week. So a super kind gesture that he did very generous uh yeah so i think a tipping uh inside i so i don't know if i've ever done it okay right? so that's, that's I know. so i've never i've never tipped the hotel because i i think that's a thing you do when you stay at a hotel for like a week okay if you stay a night i don't think you tip the hotel room right um, I've never done it for just a night, but I have done it after a couple of my stays going certain places. That also feels like a Vegas thing. Like you go to a hotel for the weekend, you tip the... the One hotel. of the times was at Vegas. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, if I go to like the Holiday Inn down the street, I don't think tipping is... No. Right. I mean, it depends on for the For an kind evening? Of, I, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I know. Um, so this is generous enough. That's fine. Yes. And... You know, like I said, he did not confirm how much he left, but we did get from, um, who is it? Taylor Rooks. She ended up tweeting <laughs> out and I like her very much. Stop. She's still in the bubble. So she, she was in the bubble and she basically, um, asked him about the tip and he said they took great care of us. They took the time and energy to do their job at a high level that was the right thing. I like to do the right thing. So, um, I get yeah, that. It was That's just, fine. Mm-hmm. So, one more reason why I really enjoy Russell Westbrook. Um, he not only has what I think is absolute passion for the game he plays. Um, All right. I don't he know. just seems to be. I don't know if you're watching the same Russell Westbrook. I do I, I think Are you talking about amazing. NBA championship, uh, NBA championship ring holder 
Russell Westbrook because he's never won one of those. Does that matter? Uh, yeah, if you think he's uh, <laughs> putting in max effort. I mean, I think you can put in max effort, but just not be in the right team, like not have the right sort of uh, Charles Barkley structure around you. Is that what you're saying? Is he? Did he never win a ring? He never won a ring. Well, then I love Charles Barkley. Like, the ring does not matter. So, anyhow, yeah. The I ring like doesn't matter. I like him a lot. So, we have the real sport of the NBA bubble. Did you know what the real sport is, Boofer? Uh, yeah. Was it something? It was an outdoor sport, wasn't it? It is outdoors. What do you mean it is outdoors? It, it is, yeah. Uh, it's probably something dumb like hacky sack or what's that stupid uh bounce thing where it's a little uh the bungee thing, like the bounce ball thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. But it definitely wasn't that then. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard of context clues in Did your I life, that was away? a thousand percent. <laughs> All right, so it's a little sport called pickleball. That's yeah, I think I'm talking about pickle. That's not. Wait, no, no, no. So pickleball is a court game and it's a combination of tennis and table tennis. So you have a plastic paddle and you have a ball that you're using. I guess the ball is elasticized to a certain point. It's going to bounce. Um, it's rubber. And you have a net that's about 20 feet wide and it's 44 feet long. There are very specific rules for this game. I do not know the rules, but the thing is... The person who was in charge of setting this up, he ended up setting it up at the Coronado Springs Resort, was an actual referee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it started out as this game that the refs were just playing in their spare time. And then it turned into the reporters started playing. And then just um, the players started getting in the mix. And there it got like really well heated. I'm, well, I'm sure they're <laughs> betting on it too. Yeah, this is just like a, it's like badminton and tennis combined on a smaller court. Okay. Uh, I, it's got to be easy because I just Google imaged it and it's just nothing but really old people playing this. <laughs> so there you go. That and hipsters. There are a couple of hipsters on here. Okay. So there were, like I said, a whole mix of people who ended up playing it during the bubble. They include former NBA player Jose Calderon, reporters, TV analysts such as Richard Jefferson, oh my God. Steve Smith, oh my God. and Jerry Greenberg. So I don't know who Jerry Greenberg is. I just decided to go up with his name. Exactly. All right. <laughs> so you got Dikembe Mutombo, uh, Tracy McGrady, uh, Reggie Miller, Dominique Wilkins, Chris Paul, Russell Wellsbrook, Patrick Ewing, uh, George Gervin, uh, James Harris, Allen Iverson, Steve Nash, John Stockton, Elgin Baylor, Charles Barkley, and coming at number one on this list from ClutchPoints.com, which I'm stealing my information from. You're welcome, Carl <laughs> uh, Malone. Those are your top 15 uh, greatest NBA players who have never won a championship ranked. And I like so many of them. Like, Which one's your favorite? On. Uh, El- Elgin Baylor or, <laughs> <laughs> or, or George Garvin? Or Garvin. It's hard to pick. All right, that's what I got for you. That was all you got? That's what I got. Wow, you got pickleball news about reporters that have played pickleball in the bubble. And then uh, we got all that political stuff earlier. Man, mm-hmm. you're really killing it on the podcast lately. <laughs> it's like I have nothing but 30 minutes to fill from here on out. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, hilarious. So, 
Uh, let's see. Let's go and count my little bankroll here. I mean, I, I mean, it's just, it's just money for days, right? Uh, last week I had you at ninety nine dollars, Gabby. This mm -hmm. week I'm sitting at a sweet, sweet one oh one because that's how I do. <laughs> okay. At least I'm up, I guess. Uh, last Friday, MLB action. St. Louis straight up 120 plus 120 is what I took. Uh, scoreless through th four innings. Padre started to trickle in uh, in the runs there. Cards season ending started to set in on those players' faces. Zero to four is your final. That's a big old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect them to kind of win much, but I kind of was hoping to at least get past the San Diego Padres because I, if I, if, if, I heard correctly. I believe that the Padres had not beat the Cardinals in postseason ever. This might be the first time mm -hmm. uh, the, the San Diego Padres win the series 2-1. Next up for the Cardinals is a golf course. <laughs> yep. Uh, let's see. Friday also, we had NBA Game 2 action. Lakers were up uh, one nothing in the series. And also, the Lakers were a 10.5-point favorite. We're going to take the parlay on this one, Gabby. We're going to buy four points on it. So we're going to take the Lakers minus six and a half and over 213. All right. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. All right. So because game one had a total of just 214, but I felt they had left a couple of points on the on the, on the the court there. So mm -hmm. I figured the next game would be a little bit more exciting. And uh, let's see. Where are my notes going? I lost where I was. Uh, oh, at halftime. Halftime, the Lakers uh, crept up to a four point, 14 point lead, and that's pretty much where it stayed the whole game until the final buzzard. 114, 124. Uh, Lakers cover the minus six and a half. And then the total pushed. Uh, what? The total pushes? What do I. What, did, what do my notes say? The total pushed was. It wasn't pushing at all. I don't know why I have pushed on here. Uh, total was 25 points over, so that's also a winner on my, on nice. my book there. Uh, at one point, in, the Lakers were up by 18, and then I said, you know what? I got to look at the line here because uh, any team that's down by a lot in the series usually uh, comes up and doesn't lose by that much. Mm -hmm. So I took a, the liberty of dropping another unit of Miami plus 19 and a half in there, so I was kind of hitting a moving target here in the middle here. And since the Lakers only won by 10, that was... Another winner on that one. All right. Saturday, we got college game day going up. Up first, number three, Florida, minus 16 at South Carolina. Florida, 38. Mm -hmm. South Carolina, 24. Florida only wins by 14. <laughs> yep. Uh, number 25, Memphis at SMU. Minus one, I'm taking SMU. I've been on SMU a lot. Lately, I don't know why. I just like betting on them. Uh, SMU was three and zero, and Memphis. I can't remember what their record was, but I thought it was going to be close enough, but not minus one close, right? Mm -hmm. uh, final score: SMU thirty, Memphis twenty-seven. I think I know why you like SMU. That those uh, unis, those unis, those unis look like the Buffalo Bills. Uh, no, uh, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like the Buffalo Bills uniforms, so don't Thank get me you. wrong. Thank you. Uh, number 20, LSU, minus uh, 23 and a half at Vanderbilt. You put a lot of money on Vanderbilt over there? I mean, 
why not? It's, well, that's why. <laughs> my best friend's alma mater. Is it? That's yeah. why I took the minus 23. That's the exact reason why. And Shout I felt like this Brendan. game was a give me. I should have put another unit on this game because uh, 21-7 at halftime. And then it just grew from there up to uh, 41-7 final. That's a winner. Shout out to that alma mater for just losing for me. Thank oh. you for the money. <laughs> uh arkansas <laughs> don't i will start saying it that way i'm telling you i've always had an issue with that state i love saying arkansas uh, arkansas against number 16 mississippi state hail state minus 17 uh state just came off a 10 point win over lsu arkansas came off a 27 point loss to university of georgia so I thought that minus 17 was just a tad high, but I thought, you know what? It, it's doable. It can get there. It can <laughs> okay. do it. So I did exactly what you're not supposed to do. I took all the winnings from the earlier games and then a little bit on this game because uh, this was in the evening games. And what I did not do is I did not diversify my bonds. <laughs> oh, no. You, you should not. If you, yeah, you should really bet on a separate game and not load it up because I already had uh, I already had a half unit on this. And then I put a whole another unit and a half on it. So Arkansas was up by seven at halftime. And that's pretty much how it ended. 21-14. So that means I I lost that one. I lost my previous bet money on it and the other bet money on it. Oh, that's just awful. Yeah, just kind of down a unit at that point. And what better way to do that is to just go in and uh, watch some UFC fights. Because it's fight night on Friday nights. Oh, I didn't do well this week. <laughs> oh, wait, where's your little paper? I know. I, you got it I'm all out? I'm pulling it up. All right, all right. Do you, do, you, do you have any other bets other than the uh, UFC fights? I don't think so. Let me double check. Okay. Uh, so with having the heavyweights like uh, DeCastro and Felipe on the main co-event or the co-main event, uh, a lot of people were saying that this was kind of a weak card. And after watching DeCastro uh, lean against Carlos uh, Felipe for about two rounds of a three-round fight, I kind of have to agree with him. He just mm-hmm. sat there and watched. I, I mean, Carlos said it best when he was pinned up against the cage. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> he just didn't know what to do. He's just barely being slapped, uh-huh. like overhand by, uh, what's his name, by uh, De- DeCastro. It was just like uh, gently. T- and then and then Felipe just decided to just jokingly uh, make fun of the whole thing. He, he just started slapping the other guy in the ass like he's spanking him. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. So, you know, I, I kind of feel like I could have gone into the round and, and, and done a couple of rounds with uh, Castro, mm-hmm. Like four rounds. I could have done four rounds. I could have outlasted him four rounds. Sure. You could have. So I didn't bet on that. So to the main event, which is the only card I bet on that night, we had... Uh, Irene uh, Aldana. Oh, yes. Oh, versus my. Holly Holmes. Uh-huh. Uh, and this is where you were on Aldana because you didn't know who Holly Holmes was. I had no idea. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Why would I not bet on Holly Holmes? I loaded it up on Holly Holmes. It yeah. was, a, like I said, it's a weak card. Just the, the only money to be made was putting it on Holly Holmes that mm-hmm. night. So uh, that's what I did. I so, put it all on Holly. She, I bet heavy on her. Holly just dominated that fight in my eyes. You know, she she had about 
342 strikes, right? Uh-huh. And then landed 154 significant strikes. Verse Aladana uh, with 210 strikes thrown and only landing about 69 significant strikes. So what an incredible difference. Oh, yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna land only 70 good hits, right? You can't take 160 of them in your face. Also, right. That's not how you win. I mean, it just looked like pure insanity what we were seeing from Aldana because if you saw what Holly Holmes was doing, she was essentially leading her around the ring. Yeah. I couldn't understand how this Irene woman did not get what was going on and how she was being manipulated and why she didn't try another tactic. You got to get it. You got to fight from every direction, right? Yeah. Uh, but where Holly really dominated, it was on the ground, right? She had like five takedowns. She and, did. And then yeah. as was more of her just controlling the fight on the ground. But like you said, also being able to elude Aladana uh, all the time, you I know, mean, just by circling the ring. Constantly. It was so strange. I'm like, okay, so well, if I were Aladana, I'd just kind of stand there, throw my hands up and be like, no, you come at me now. That's not true because she was able to uh, shift to the left and get strikes in on her. Well, yeah, she eventually, like, she kept... No, no, not Aladon. I'm talking about Holly Holmes. Holly Holmes, yeah, yes, yeah. because what would happen was she was, like, backing up the entire time, like, I was circling not backing backwards. Up. She was go- moving to the left. Moving to the left, all right? But then she would sort of go at her, mm-hmm. like, she would kind of shift around right, left, right, or right. something like that. Yeah, she, She'd was, wait for her, her her guard to go down, and she'd go in and uh, get some strikes in. It was brilliant, but she kept repeating it, and I'm like, Aldana, what are you doing? Stop. Don't Got follow it. her. It, it's hard. When, look, when you get in there, when you get in the ring, it's, it's hard to have a plan A, right? Yeah. And then when your plan A isn't working, and your plan B isn't working either, I mean, what can you do? I mean, mm-hmm. get your ass beat, I guess is what it is. I guess so. So, Holly wins by unanimous decision, and guess what? So do I. Good for you. I lost big time. I bet heavy on Aldana. How many unis? Uh, two. Oh, well, that's not heavy. I also bet heavy. Well, when you only have 13 bucks in the bank. <laughs> 13 <laughs> I mean, units. Oh, my goodness. Like 13 units. Um, And then I also bet on Townsend. I can't remember who what this fight was. Townsend? Daquan Townsend? I don't It must have been the fight right before that. I think so. But I bet. Or, I mean, not that fight, though, but the fight before the, the Castro and uh, Felipe fight. I bet on him to win mm-hmm. in two units as well. So, loser. Yep. Also, I bet on the Heat. I think game one of the Heat, and I lost. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Way to go. Ah, uh, what happened to Gabby was like, oh, this betting thing's easy. Why don't you just make me an account? <laughs> <laughs> I still, I didn't really put the effort into it this week. That's uh, what it is. Like, I wasn't. The excuse. You know, my Look. mind wasn't clear enough to make the bets. And I really should have said, you know what, Boofer? Not this weekend. What were you doing? Thinking about Robert Redford and all the political stuff going through? Little gumdrops of Robert Redford jumping through your head there? There's a little bit going on. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. You can't handle the betting. You're not. You're, you're going to have to re-up your imaginary money pretty soon here. Mm-hmm. Keep it. And you, oh. when's the last time? You, that was Saturday. It's been it's a only been a week, right? Since you've not made a bet. Oh, yes. I only bet on the weekends. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm only a weekend better. <laughs> Only when it's convenient for me. Yes. Um, so, no, I haven't bet since then. And I'm down five units. All right. Sweet. Sunday. NFL action. You know what? I'm kind of liking these teasers nowadays. I'm, I'm tired of losing money. 
right? I don't blame you. So I'm taking four game teasers from now on. I've All done right. a couple. I've, I've got a couple in right now, which I'm sitting pretty on, just waiting on that Miami game tomorrow to or this evening for people who are listening day of podcast. Uh, so I took a four game teaser last week in which makes me kind of. Eh, all right. Uh, here we go. Game one of the <laughs> teaser, right? Uh, Atlanta Green Bay under 70 points. You just looked at me like what under 70 points. Yeah. So, I mean, it's no problem because Green sure. Bay scored 30 and Atlanta scored 16. So there you go. Good. Uh, Buffalo, Las Vegas, over 40 points, which was pretty simple. Buffalo, 30. Las Vegas, 27. Or, yeah, 23. I'm sorry. That's over the 40 anyway, whatever number it was. Uh, game three in my teaser was some NBA action. Lakers and Miami, right? Because that's the only thing that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Over 219. We got Miami at two fifth or one fifteen, and the Lakers at one oh four. That was the game you're just talking about. Oh wow! So oh, that just made it wins <laughs> it for me. Uh, and here's where things go to shit. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I teased the points for the Miami and Lakers game for the for the spread the wrong direction. The Lakers were favored by ten and a half, so I had I, I teased it to the Lakers were only favored. Uh, by plus a half a point. So mm-hmm. basically all they had to do was win. And that was the game that uh, Miami won. So I should have technically gone the other direction and put the 10 points on Miami because they would have been plus 10 and a half and the plus uh, the teased it would have been plus 20 and a half which would have been uh, a huge, huge, huge winner there. Yeah. So my whole sweetheart lost. So sorry. I mean, that game was a bummer for so many reasons. It was. Oh, I'm nervous for this fourth, fifth game. So, right? yeah. So I had I had that teaser lose. So w- what are you going to do? Are these teasers going to work out for me? There, should I keep doing them? What, what? I mean, I think you should. If you feel good about it, if you think you have a good read on these games and it's a safer way to bet, sort of. All right, good. So let's check out my other four point, 14 point NFL teaser I had okay. last weekend. Uh, game one, Seattle teased to uh, plus six and a half at Miami. Seattle won outright 31 to 23. That's a winner. Yay. Game two, Chargers and Tampa Bay. I had Tampa Bay at plus five and a half. Herbert uh, kept this one close. Uh, Bucks, 38. Chargers. 31. Still a winner. <laughs> All right. Uh, game three of my teaser action here. Uh, Philly plus 20 against San Fran. I, I I said it last week. I don't know what's up with San Fran. I just, I, they're getting banged up. People are still on them, and I don't know why the public keep betting on them. And I said, I even like Philly plus seven in this one. I was getting plus 20, right? Mm-hmm. But I like the plus seven anyway. Uh, Philly just won that game outright 25-24. To 20 so that's a winner right there nick mullins is your losing quarterback in san fran i believe they even put in uh i, th- I think cj beffer also started or someone i don't know they put oh, they had wow. two quarterbacks in there but george kittle had 183 receiving yards and you're telling me that tight ends are not the security blankets for qbs <laughs> you had two qbs come into the game and just like i'll just throw it to kittle all day long incredible 
Uh, so if you had the over on his yardage, you killed it. Mm-hmm. You don't get any extra money for getting more over. You just gotta get the. <laughs> you just gotta hit the over. It was probably set at like sixty-five or something like that. Uh, game four in my parlay, I had uh, to wait for Monday night for this one, uh, but they should have really cashed me out on Sunday because I had uh, New England going into KC and KC getting six points. Right, no cam, no problem. Mm-hmm. KC twenty-six, New uh, New England. 10 so that was a bigger big fat winning there brian hoyer was doing an okay impersonation of brian hoyer right so that's what i expected out of him. 130 yards one interception no touchdowns i didn't expect anything from him uh on the on the last episode i had the patriots covering that game mm-hmm. but that was before cam uh caught the co's and they put brian hoyer in I'm really surprised that they they went with Hoyer and not the other guys. Uh, Dedham. Uh, moving on to Tuesday night action because all I had was that Monday night game to finish up my parlay. Uh, NBA, we're talking uh, Miami and Lakers again. Obviously, I didn't want to take any side on this one because I felt like I was going to get burned. Lakers were minus seven, so I took the only thing that you can take, and that's the over under. And I thought, hey, all the other games are just scoring up a storm. Let's take the over. 218 figured out was a no-brainer this game was a dud uh, i should have hedged it but i thought hey the second half you know what it's going to pick up a little bit uh it was uh 49 79 god i can't even speak right now it was 49 47 at half uh and it was a lot more of the same at the until the end of the game it was 102 96 miami covers the plus one covers by plus one so if i took miami that would have been okay <laughs> You're confused by the TV. And when you do yes, that, I really... was that uh, a Halloween commercial of some it sort? It was, okay. but I thought it was like a model at first. But then I was like, what's wrong with her <laughs> eyes? Uh, and uh, But the over missed by 20 points. So that was a big giant <laughs> loser. Mm-hmm. Uh, no bet Wednesday. And that's all I had for you. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I seem to be betting less, but betting higher, like you said. Right. Uh, but still not making any more. <laughs> But you're slowly like you've increased this week. Correct. Uh, I I took I took Tulane on Thursday, and yeah. hoping that they can squeeze out a, a plus nineteen. We can see what's going on with that. I also have on one of the those teasers. I have Tampa plus nine. Uh, some people like the Bears in this one. I don't like, I'm not going to bet the game. I, I'm only taking the teaser on it. I'm not going to bet the game straight up. Okay. So that's what you got for that. Uh, right. We might as well go, you know what? Before we get it, do you got the NFL games over there? I do. Lined up. Yep. I, you know what I wanted to talk about for a hot second? Sure. I had, I had my, uh, the games that I lost like last week. I just wanted to go over those for a hot second. Uh, Cause last week I had a pretty decent week. Uh, I lost Jacksonville going to Cincinnati. Uh, I don't feel like I lost that as much as I just wanted Jacksonville to win. I think that was emotional yeah. than anything. Uh, but I also, I mean, it's not like I think Cincinnati's bad. I just think Joe Burrows is just a little too young for this uh, to be winning. And you know what? I'm kind of off Jacksonville right now. They had that great win at the beginning of the season. Uh, you know what? Sorry, betting against mm-hmm. you now. Uh, I would I would love to, to bet, again, bet with them and ride the mustache. Wait, Wait what? Huh? <laughs> Uh, and the Giants, the Giants couldn't, uh, the Giants covered, 
I said they I don't did cover. I thought they just barely missed it. They had no. They had the plus thirteen. They they had nine. It was uh seventeen and nine. Oh, okay. So they did. Yeah. Okay. My point was last week. I was trying to make the point that I don't trust the Giants scoring enough points to win a cover, even if they're giving thirteen points. They had right. three field goals, and I was kind of right. I was like, I don't trust in the score, and they didn't really. But the problem <laughs> was is that the Rams really didn't do anything either. They only scored seventeen points against a horde giant. Oh dear. Right now. Uh, and any other games I lost uh, that I had, again, uh, New England going to KC, I thought that they could cover seven, but that was a that was when I thought it was going to be Cam on the team, so you can't give me ask for that. And I thought Atlanta could at least uh, help uh, going into Green Bay and covering that. Green Bay is just playing well. I thought there would be just a slight decline in Green Bay at the point, but nope, they're just rolling along. A couple pushes. I had uh, New Orleans and the Detroit pushed on me. Uh, the Chargers last week and Tampa pushed on me. And uh, another one I said, take Washington plus 14. Oh, yeah. And that also pushed <laughs> at 31-17. Uh, uh, the rest of that, it's like seven other wins. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. I just got to, you know, put more cash down on my. There we go. I'm proud of you. I think this is real I'm progress. I'm proud. Real progress. All right. What do you got uh, NFL action-wise? So we have uh, for, Carolina. Uh, week five. Week five. So Carolina is plus two against the Atlanta Falcons. How are you feeling about that? I got to find my lines real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's interesting to uh, these two teams. I still really don't have a feel on what they're like. I like yet. You know what? Give me, uh, let's see, you say uh, minus one, Carolina, or Falcons are minus one. This is almost a straight-up game. I, I don't know how, I should, I should really have last week's games lined up on me also. Uh, give me Atlanta on this one. Atlanta's surprising me a little bit more. They're able to put up numbers. I know they're 0-4, but they might actually get this win out of this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll put uh, the Panthers, which I can see them being at a 2-3 and three situation at this point. Uh yeah, give me the give me just you know what? <laughs> give me the Falcon straight up. <laughs> All right. How about Las Vegas? They're at plus twelve against Kansas City. Ooh, you know what? Uh the Raiders have also been playing pretty decent. I think last week they're gonna have a little bit of law, and they did. Uh that's when Buffalo came in. They only scored twenty three against Buffalo last week. Mm-hmm. Uh I can see them keeping this law going, right? Because they gotta do they gotta move over to KC. Yeah, I can take this 23. Hey, Mahomes is going to run around just counting his fingers again. Oh, there's one touchdown, two touchdown, three touchdown, four <laughs> touchdown. I don't understand what's going on. You know what's going on. You're beating the shit out of teams. Give me KC minus 12 against the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I would take that too. Arizona is at minus seven versus the uh, New York Jets. Uh, Arizona, which I said early in the season, uh, I kind of like. I'm kind of high on. They're 2-2 two and two right now, but you know what? The Jets are not that great of a team, and you're mm-hmm. you're telling me that a team that I think is a decent team is going to play a very shitty team, especially this is another one of those West Coast, East Coast bullshits that I'm not going to uh, fall for. No. Give me the Arizona Cardinals minus 7. Uh, I don't think the Jets can get the 1-4. to four. <laughs> Uh, it's, sorry. I don't. I don't disagree. J E T S Jets Jets lose. <laughs> <laughs> How about Philadelphia at plus seven versus Pittsburgh? Oh, this one's cute. This one's cute. Uh, they are one, two, and one for a reason, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are three and zero oh for a reason. 
Uh, I don't see a lot of stuff. Even, <laughs> even the backup. I, 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 I don't know. They played San Fran last year or last week. I don't know if, if CJ started or if uh, Nick Mullins started. One of those, t- Nick had 200 yards, played half the game, literally mm-hmm. half the game. I think San Fran had like a total, like almost 400, maybe just under 400 yards passing for a quarterback, for two quarterbacks. All right. And even those two quarterbacks still passed for more than uh, Carson Wentz did. And I know a lot of people want to say, hey, Carson's a really good quarterback. He is. He's not a good quarterback in the past five games or four games that I see. I don't see it happening again, uh, even though it's almost uh, a home game, right? Because it's mm-hmm. only across the state. I'm going to have to take, and I don't like taking Pittsburgh uh, by too many points, but I think this uh, seven points against a Philadelphia team is pretty pretty simple. I think they got them by at least 10, 10 to 14. So seven is easy. Give right. me, Give me uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers minus seven. Okay. How about the Rams minus seven versus your Washington football team? Uh, so the Rams, I don't know. It's, the Rams are just a team. Again, they're just one of those teams. They're supposed to be good, but they haven't been good. I don't know if that was lack of effort last year or what whatever's going on. Uh, Washington's in a QB switch right now. Washington's the only team in NFC East that, so they all have pretty much a losing record, but Washington's the only team that's like, you know what, we got to do something. We got to make a change. Yeah. So they're shoving uh, Kyle Allen in there. I don't know if that's going to make much of a difference against the Rams. The Rams always, here's the point. The Rams, when they come, I know it's a different city, different team, the whole everything. Every time the Rams come in to D.C., it's not really a good look for the Rams. They're, they barely beat the red uh, the, the red team. <laughs> you oh, thought I was going to say on. something insensitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I, I uh, All right. I wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't touch this game. Seven. Yeah, I would give take. me the plus seven. That's what I would do, too. Uh, even though I'll probably lose that and the Rams will cover minus eight. Ugh. No, no problem. But I think the Rams coming over here and I don't, I don't really believe in them too much. Uh, we're going to see Kyle Allen play in uh, a scheme he's already used to it's not like he they're just pulling some guy off the bench and he doesn't know what's going on he, this guy's been playing oh, okay. in the scheme for a while All he right. was the backup down in uh carolina so here we go that's what Good. you get plus okay. seven washington book it wonderful now cincinnati they have they're offering you plus 12 Baltimore Ravens. Okay, so I would take Cincinnati personally. What? No, I think yeah. I'm taking the the. So Baltimore, again, they got beat up by KC. They came in, uh, pushed with Washington, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. I mean, plus twelve. Plus twelve. I know it's against Burroughs, but rookie, right? Uh, no, I mean, give me, give me Lamar. Give me twelve. Okay. That's what's going to happen. I want to believe you're right. Jacksonville. It's a home game for Baltimore, too. So that's true. So Jacksonville's plus five and a half. And then they're playing Houston. Give me Jacksonville plus five and a half. I know I just said that uh, I'm off of Jacksonville now because they've been playing like S. But, but you're I, definitely off of Houston. I'm definitely off of Houston. <laughs> they just fired uh, O'Brien. So what are they going to do down? New coach? Uh, or I, I think it's Romeo Cornell. Is that? Uh, I I don't know who, or maybe Romeo Cornell. I don't know. Is he coming from another? No, uh, no, 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 no. He was the he's uh, one of the coaching coaches on the coaching staff who has oh. prior experience. 
coaching uh, NFL teams. Uh, the Texan is just a hot mess right now. So if you're going to give me five and a half of the Jags, give me five and a half on the Jags all day long. I, I don't even know how I get. Okay. So I know how it's five and a half, but I can't say new coaching staff is going to make them this, this game should be even close to just even. And that's, that's where it should be sitting. Mm-hmm. How about Miami plus nine at San Francisco? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take this one. Give me, give me a Miami plus nine. Uh, I know Fitzmagic is probably still starting out there. Uh, and I don't, Again, I'm not trusting. Why? Why is Vegas giving San Fran so much credit? They just lost to San Fran is not a team right now that's going to be angry about losing to the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Miami and the Eagles are pretty much almost the same team at this point. Give me the plus nine on uh, Miami Dolphins. All right, Indianapolis. They're at oh, so this is just um, so excited that it's even. Yeah, it's even. <laughs> Against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, this should probably be Cleveland. I'm going to take the experience in this one. and uh, But there's a lot of experience on this offensive line for Cleveland Browns. But I'm going to talk about more of the experience with uh, Philip uh, Rivers more than I'm going to talk about uh, Baker Mayfield. So give me the Colts in this one just to edge it out. I mean, it's even for a reason. I know it's in Cleveland, but it's not. I don't know how much traveling Indianapolis has done in the past couple of weeks. But I like uh, Indianapolis going in there and doing something that I don't. I think uh, a lot of the public, even the public, I think is 50-50 on this one. All right. So how about these two teams? (laughs) We've got your New York Giants. New York football Giants. At plus eight and a half versus the Dallas Cowboys. So I know the Giants look. I know the Giants suck, right? Yeah. And I know Dallas sucks, but I don't see Dallas being uh, minus five better than (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, yeah give me the giants all day long the giants just showed me something with <laughs> the giants just showed me something with three field goals going over to la <laughs> you don't think they can kick three more field goals and beat them by another 17 point yeah give me give me the giants okay dallas isn't gonna do anything so minnesota minus seven even the line opened look the line opened at 10 for dallas and now yeah. it's at eight and a half. There's no no effing way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead. So Minnesota. it's okay. Minnesota at negative se- um, minus seven. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Minnesota it's plus Seattle. seven. Oh, yes. Plus seven. Yeah. Sorry. There's no way. Seattle. M- m- <laughs> that is hilarious. You think Minnesota is minus seven going into Seattle. Yeah, that just sounds wrong. Uh, <laughs> it is. It's so I, I'm not even going to say Seattle is a hard team to beat in in seattle right mm-hmm. i'm not we're not going to talk about fake noise pumped in is louder fake noise than other fake noise right because that's what everybody thinks about seattle this is going to come down to and i've bet against this trend one time and i'm never going to do it again this is going to be uh what's his face kirk cousins and primetime action and C- primetime kirk cousins does not win games burp, burp. Right, here, here he is right here <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, you you just can't. Uh, you like that? You, you like that? Lose games in the NFL and still win. They, <laughs> no one's gonna like this game. Give me Seattle all day plus or minus seven in Seattle against your Minnesota Vikings. All right, you've convinced me. How about Denver at plus eight versus the New England Patriots? 
Mm, Denver's pretty not good, but the New England Patriots are probably going to get Cam back uh, pretty soon here. No problem. You know what? I'm going to, if Cam is playing, I'm taking this minus eight. No problem. If, if it's, if Cam's not back, and I assume Drew Locke is still no 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 no, no. That's, that's I take that back. It's uh it's it's what's his name's it's uh Mark Rippon's nephew is playing in Denver, who's probably going to get the start again. He played pretty well last week, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't know <sighs> minus eight. That's a big number for them, and I I don't want to give Denver plus eight. I don't I don't I don't like that. I you know what? Give me if if Cam's playing, I'll take the minus eight and just cross my fingers on that one. Okay, and then we have the Los Angeles Chargers at plus seven and a half versus your New Orleans Saints. Yeah, so the Chargers were just uh, plus or minus six and a half on some other team the other day, and I thought that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Uh, People, again, uh, Drew Brees, Drew, they won uh, last week, right? Um, Yes. Uh, Pretty single-handedly, I believe, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, It was 35 to 29 against the Lions going into uh detroit mm-hmm. i kind of like uh the saints to come back to kind of show that they're an actual team right. right so give me the saints and the points uh i don't think herbert i even though herbert uh hung around against tampa last week right mm-hmm. and only lost by a touchdown i think that's why the line said it uh a touchdown and a half and a hook so and it has not moved it looks so uh you know what uh let me let me see the Chargers come down just a little bit, mm-hmm. and let me see the Saints come up just a little bit. They'll cover it. That'd okay. be no problem. And that's what we have for this week. That's all you that's got? That's all the NFL. Uh, sweet. You know what? We can just call this one early. <laughs> as early as it's going to be. Uh, Gabby. Boofer. Thank you for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the Can't Win for Losing podcast. You're welcome. And special thanks for the support from listeners like you. I almost had it. I, <laughs> Special I s- thing. Screwed up the, the support. I said li- I said I, don't know, I screwed up listeners in my mouth somehow. <laughs> <laughs> uh if you're new to the show, uh smash that subscribe button like you're it's like it's going out of style and go ahead and share it with all your friends and your family. I know you got tons of them. Just tell everybody about it, right? It helps us. You help us for free just by telling everybody about us. It's awesome. Uh, if you haven't already and you've listened to the podcast a couple times, why don't you think about please leaving us a small review uh, and rate us on whichever app you're listening to us to. And nothing too fancy and five stars is always appreciated. You can listen to us on everything. We are on iTunes. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Amazon. We are everywhere. If you have a phone, just open up your podcast app, type in Can't Win for Losing, and subscribe. We're right there. Uh, Don't forget to follow us everywhere else at CWFL Podcast on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. And speaking of Facebook, be sure to check out us and join us when we do our Facebook lives and in person uh, every Thursday evening for a little bit of an extended happy hour. We do a little bit of uh, games. Today we talked about uh, cheating stories and read cheating stories off of Reddit and then uh, went through and I was I was got advice from you. I think I was trying to give advice or telling you how you should have done it better or whatever. 
how I should have done it better no, or how these the people, per- the people okay, that are cheating. Okay. Oh my goodness. So, uh, and that's what we do. So we just make ourselves available for, available for you to hang out with us and shoot, shoot the S and you know, that's, as we do that right before we record this episode you're listening to right now yes and we'd like to thank a few of you we'd like to thank michael jocelyn Michelle, jamie jessica dj philip joanne michael b matt matt m and andrew thank you uh and if you feel so froggy to do so you can start wagering today just head on over to mybookie.ag and create a free account and get up the 50 percent sign on bonus up uh, uh, up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100. Simply enter our easy to remember promo code when you uh, go over there. It's a little box that says promo code. And all you have to do is type in CWFL. Head on over to mybookie.ag to get your 50% sign up bonus up to $1,000 on your initial deposit using our promo code. And you simply put in C-W-F-L. And remember that all links mentioned in today's podcast are listed below in the podcast description just to make your life that much easier to support us. Gabby. Boofer. Uh, where can they find and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie Reality TV Reviews. Also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. Gabby. Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Boop.